We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional i don't know about you guys but for me a game is 10 times more exciting when i'm putting my money on it sometimes i have a gut feeling about a matchup and sometimes i'm just betting on my team because they are my team regardless whether you've been betting for years you're ready to play for the first time my bookie is your best bet this season so if you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. If you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with mybookie.ag. And if you join right now, mybookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Collins driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in 10 seconds. Unbelievable. He throws. Got Myers. And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. folks what's good we're finally back i feel like it's been a while i think i don't think we've recorded since we beat oklahoma state so that's almost two weeks so we suck but chiefs won the super bowl obviously i felt like our attention's been elsewhere there really hasn't been like a super entertaining game but we had to hop back on we're a little over halfway through the big 12 season so we're full ku mode now but first before we get into anything b turn how drunk did you get after the super bowl I was pretty intoxicated. <laughs> AB, what about you? I mean, you guys know me. I'm not the biggest party guy, but I had a few uh, few sodas. Got the old fucking partial and put my interview in, which I'm mad okay. about because I was for. So when they came up to interview you, were you like electric or what? Because the video was just full of like weirdos. If you gave a real interview, I don't think you had any chance. No, I took a quote straight out of Fever Pitch, and I said my top three priorities were chief sex and breathing, and then it was we started screaming into the mic, and people were jumping around. The worst part about it was is I did it, and I thought I was, like, pumped. And then I wake up the next morning, and the thumbnail of the video, my fucking brother and his friend are the ones in the, the thumbnail picture of the video. So they made it, but I didn't make it. Sorry. They were in it? Yeah, so, I mean, I'll, I'll show you guys later, but it's, like, a shorter dude, like, like, like flexing low, like his fists were by his knees and he was flexing and he was screaming. And then the ginger kid in the white shirt behind him came in and started doing the same thing. Yeah, that was my brother. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you gave a pretty good quote. You should have made it. I mean, that video was hilarious, but 
obliterated rye? I didn't get too wild. I I was probably out till like 1 a.m. I no, probably like 12:30, which for me on a Sunday night is pretty wild. But no, I didn't get any. Didn't get too crazy. Saving that for the Hawks winning the Natty because you know I care way more about the Hawks than I do the Chiefs. Did you have work in the morning on Monday? Yeah, I rolled into work about 30 minutes late, which doesn't really matter, but I was not very uh, effective that day. We'll say that. How wild um, was the last seven minutes of that game? When Pat threw that pick, I thought it was over. What was Win percentage was 95, right? 95.3? <clears throat> yeah, and they have the best defense in the league, and they run the ball really well, so I was like... Yeah, I mean... Kyle Shanahan's got to be wanting to just freaking crawl in a hole because he was, what, 98% or 99% win percentage against uh, the Patriots and now this. So that guy stinks when it matters. But he's like, 20, I, what's the stat? He's like, yeah, it was like 46 to nothing in the two fourth quarters that he coached in in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so <laughs> outrageous. Breaking uh, <laughs> so news, that's not good. That's what's oh, crazy sure. though. Is like if we if our offense didn't end up doing anything in the last seven minutes, like they'd be saying this shit about Andy. I know. <clears throat> and Chiefs fan, think about Pat. Like people were already kind of melting down about Pat. Like, oh, worst game of his career, and he doesn't in the Super Bowl. He can't handle the like. That would have been the narrative by all the right. sports shows. Can Mahomes handle the big time moment? And that would have been so annoying to hear for the next year. Yeah, if they made the the next time they made the Super Bowl, I feel like there would have been a lot of pressure on Andy and especially Pat. Because yeah. Pat gets hyped up, especially by us and pretty much everyone in the media. If he ended up playing like that again in the Super Bowl, like he'd get a lot of shit. Yeah, uh, AB, I'm pissed you didn't. You should have just penguin dived on for that video. Yeah, I mean that probably would have done it. It was a little packed. I don't know. I probably would have legitimately hurt myself. Like to a, to a pile of trash or something. That would have been great. Yeah, that uh, was so uncomfortably packed though. So I, I don't. Brandon, is that where you ended up? Did you go to Westport? What? Did you go to Westport or PL? Because PL was yeah. on, it was like miserably packed. I know. That's what, like, we walked, we had a watch party and, like, part of our group Ubered to PL, but I was kind of worried about even getting in. And if I did get in, like, if I could even move a muscle. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it was, we, we watched at Cole's apartment and then walked down. And I mean, we were able to get in, but you couldn't move. You know? and <laughs> yes, it was, it was fun because everyone was there, but yeah, it was tight. We were in Westport. Harp, it was so packed. Like, people just sitting in the streets. I was worried something stupid was going to happen. Nah, couple, I'm glad nothing did. couple of fights, but other than that, it was all good. Every, I mean, I was, that was the happiest I've probably ever been <laughs> that night. It was so amazing. Yeah, that was just the way they did it was freaking absurd. Exactly. It made it even 20, more exciting. 21 points in seven minutes. <laughs> Yeah, decent. Um, all right, let's get back to the next team that's going to win a national championship, the Kansas men's basketball Jayhawks. Um, played Texas Monday after that Super Bowl, and I can't even begin to explain how much I did not want to go to that game. 8 p.m., <laughs> night after the Super Bowl, I got like, what, five, six hours of sleep, five hours the night before and then I'm just sitting at work like, wow, I really got to go to an 8 p.m. game against boring-ass Shaka Smart. Like, I feel like, I don't know, those games, I just don't get up for Texas. That's why I really want them to get a new coach so we can start to enjoy those, like, Rick Barnes-type games we used to have with them. So that game I was not looking forward to in the first 20 minutes were about as brutal as we could have asked for. We go in, what were we down, 33-31? Yep. First. Doke gets benched, which I read that tweet as I'm walking in Allen Fieldhouse, and I'm like, oh, my God, somebody check his wrist. Like, I was terrified that when I saw <laughs> he wasn't starting that he got hurt or something. Um, but obviously it quickly turned out they just, like, him and Bill just, like, maybe got into it or something. I don't know. I, I guess I'll start with that. What's your take? Is it wild of Bill to bench a senior, or do you think it's still just a good move by Bill and – it shouldn't matter how old you are. Yeah, and it's pretty wild, too, just because, like you said, he's got hurt so many times that everyone was probably freaking out that he was hurt and somehow going to be out for the year, but probably motivated him this week. Like, Doke had two monster games this week. He was unreal. Yeah. 
I can't lie. I was kind of like annoyed. I was like, are we really doing the whole motivate by benching thing to our second best player who's a senior who's been here forever? Like to me, it just felt unnecessary, but it definitely kind of worked. I mean, Dope comes in uh, that game. He goes for 17 and 12. I think he missed his first two shots of the game and then didn't miss again. Goes eight for 10 <clears throat> field to stay at like his freaking field goal percentage. Um, but yeah, other than that, first half was brutal. Um, but then the second half, I think the Hawks did what we have to do to win the Natty this year, and that's be the best defensive team. AB, you got any Ken Palm defensive updates for us on the Hawks? They're back. They're back to one. They dropped to like four for a while, but you know they're, they're back to where we belong. Yeah. When you pump a couple teams and allow like 14 total points in a week, then yeah, that's, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So second half, Texas comes out. And they score 13 points over the next 17 minutes. And the Hawks just completely took over in that time frame. So that's what I love about this team. We can melt down all the time about the offense, as we saw even against TCU. But it always feels like there's like a moment in the game where Bill calls a timeout. And we come out and we just like lock in. We get a steal. We get a shot clock violation. We get a big block that leads to buckets. Like Those are the type of teams that make Final Four runs or teams that can freaking clamp down when it matters and make huge plays so i don't know this team's got me giddy which is weird because they're just so ugly at times so brutal to watch um yeah we said before uh we recorded that we're pretty much like virginia like the games are so boring and ugly but we find ways to win and we have the best defense in the country right now like you know like when you're watching games on espn and you see like on the bottom of the screen like Texas hasn't scored for four minutes or five minutes. Like you see that like two or three times every time we play. I swear. I know it's awesome. Um, yeah, I don't Texas. I will say this: Matt Coleman is freaking good, and he might be the only point guard Dot will play all year that is maybe quicker than him. He's insane. Is he a senior? I don't know. He's been there for a couple of years for sure. He's he got to be. I feel like he's been there forever. He's got to be a senior. Let's see. I'm looking it up right now. He's a junior. He needs to graduate oh, the hell out of there. Get out of here. End of the conference to KU. He'll yeah. be our starting point guard next year. Wouldn't hate that. Uh, but yeah, we're up. We're up 63-46 with 249 or 259 left. So they scored 13 points in 1701 or whatever. Yeah. So- there was a. Like, you mentioned it, like, right before where there's that little ticker that shows up. Like, I haven't scored in this long. We only scored 14 points in 10 minutes, and we were plus 12. Like, that doesn't happen. <laughs> or, was that, or was that yesterday? When was that? It was yesterday. Was I think yesterday. Yeah, uh, well, same thing. I mean, it's essentially the same thing. But, I mean, when, like, yeah. we can fucking do that and just take a team's offense out of the game for 25% of it, we're hard to beat. I don't know. Like, I know it's stupid, and we're probably going to play a lot of close games, both in our favor and not in our favor. So the tournament's going to suck, like you said. But we're never going to, like, not be in the game, no matter who we play, I don't think. Like, no, we guard I, everything well. I think we talked about that yesterday, too. It's like <clears throat> Duke game, we killed ourselves with turnovers. Nova game was wrapped up. We just made a lot of mistakes late. And Baylor's kind of the only one that wasn't really close, but that's because our best player was out, our point guard. And it would have been a game if Dot was in. And, and we, then the run they went on to end the first half. It was a four-minute stretch that completely decided that game. That's why, like we've said it before, but like this team can't have stretches where they give up a bunch of points because we rely so much on our defense. Um, but yeah, AB, you said the whole thing about like being in any game. We we attempted twelve threes against Texas. Twelve. We made two of them, and. Still scores 69 points. Nice. Uh, like, I don't know. If we can do that, if we can play that bad offensively, we shoot 48% from the field. So I feel like, and that's, you take Doke out of that, and obviously that changes a lot. But, like, if we can win games like that where we play horribly offensively, shoot 16% from three, don't even score 70 points, but still win by Double digits? Like, that's what's insane. That's where we are, the Virginia of last year. And I know it's terrifying to think that you have to rely so much on your defense because the NCAA tournament does have so many fluky offensive performances. But, like, dude, I don't know. I just feel like Bill has to, like, be in love with this team right now, the way we're winning games. Like, I feel like this is how Bill likes to win games. 
Yeah, and we've played good teams, too, and it's like no offenses really go off on us. Like, we've played some of the best teams in the country already. We played Duke, Dayton, Nova's really good, Baylor's good. Like, no one really went off. So, like we've said, every game we're going to be in it because our defense is the best in the country. Yeah. And we say Marcus is the best defender in the country, but I think you can make the same argument for Doak. Dude, yeah. Doak turning into an absolute defensive force is probably – my favorite part of yeah. him coming back, like him getting into shape and stuff has made it so he can actually stay on the floor. He doesn't get exhausted and all that stuff. So he's insane. Um, like Kevin Samuel for TCU, he's averaging like 11 or 12 points a game, which isn't crazy, but double figures. And he put up one shot yesterday and didn't score. Yeah, that guy got manhandled. We'll get to the TCU game. Uh, what do you guys think? Jericho Sims. This is what's insane to me about Shaka Smart. We all agree Matt Coleman's really good. We all agree Jericho Sims is really good. They have shooters around those dudes. Why do they stink so much? AB, you want to take this? It's because he talks shit and everything was just fucking ruined from there. Once he let off with that little chime in the press conference, it was game (laughs) over. He was not going to be good in the Big 12. And I mean, like, there's no reason you can't win at a school like Texas where you have unlimited money and unlimited resources to go out. And fucking drop bags if you have to. Like, you're, what are what are they like? They're Nike, but they're Nike's second or third biggest, probably. I mean, not for basketball, which is a program overall, including like football and revenue and everything like that. If they dominate Nike, they can get whoever they wanted to if they really yes. wanted to play that way. Which everyone is. So, like, they, like, they, and I know they've gotten a couple five stars, but like, I can't believe Shaka still has a job. I didn't watch the end of yesterday. You texted us saying it was disastrous and that he's horrible. But like, <laughs> It just fire him midseason. Like get a lead up on the competition. You are the you're gonna fucking get whoever you want. Like you can afford anybody you want to, other than like top five coaches in the country that are just locked into their schools. But just do it. Like they tried to a shocker, respect it, but don't like take too long. I'm not like I sound like a Texas fan that's pissed. But but it's just like holy shit, like wake up. Like you can afford the buyout, you can afford to go pay another coach. Just go fucking do it. I think we all agree we (laughs) want Texas to be good, right? Yes, yeah. of course. I was like, just thinking, were awesome. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, obviously Mizzou was our biggest rival and we got up the most for them, but the Texas games were always the best. They were like, the we had so many memorable Texas games. Both yeah, wins and losses. Both KD games, uh, the Big 12 tournament in 2008. Yeah. Like, DJ. And they ended our home winning streak, like, when yeah. T Rob's yeah. shit was happening. They ended that. Those games they were even that great. Those games are just played at, like, such a high level. Like, the Missouri games were obviously fun, but Missouri sucks a lot of times. So, part of the fun of those games were just, like, the fans, like, bantering back and forth and hating each other. But, like, the games themselves, outside of the 2012 game, like, I don't know, they weren't high-level games. Like, the Texas games were like, holy shit, there's eight pros on the floor right now going back and forth, especially that 08 game. Like, God, dude. I want that back so bad. There's no reason that a coach shouldn't come in there and turn them into the second best school in the Big 12 easily. But they're justified to like, like we can hate them because they're the ones that fucked the whole Big 12 in the first place. Like they forced Mizzou out. They forced A&M out. Like it could be just like it was. Maybe even added a few more teams, be one of those mega conferences like the Big 10 and ACC now. But like, it's just, I want to hate them so bad, but it's like, (laughs) Like, be better. Like, those were fun. We just talked about it. Like, just <laughs> fucking do something. Go hire Chris Beard. He went there, didn't he? Dude. Uh, Chris Beard would dominate at Texas. That'd be scary. It would be scary. Yeah, but it would and be I, fucking awesome. I can't imagine he wouldn't be taking that phone call. Like, you had – and he was a grad assistant there. Like, Austin, Texas versus Lubbock, Texas – I don't know. I mean, I don't think we should go on a whole rant about who Texas needs to hire. But if their first call is if their first call isn't the Chris Beard, the AD needs to be fired because he would you give Chris Beard a place where he can like recruit. He's going to freaking destroy. So somebody's going to get him and it just needs to be Texas because it would be fun (laughs) to see Bill and Beard go at it with him in Texas. So. I just want to know, like, why why does Shaka have such a long leash at Texas? Like, I don't know what exactly he's done. I wonder what their uh, I wonder what their best seed in the tournament's been. Uh, I don't know. I, mean, I can but look it up really quick, but I mean, they his, haven't ever been good. Like, his best record in the Big 12 is 11 and seven. That's just so pitiful. 
Like, they should not be that bad. They shouldn't be. That's I'm, the only year they've I'm been convinced. above 500 in the conference. <laughs> I'm convinced he has the long leash because they just don't give a shit, right? Like, yeah. it's not on their mind. They don't want to go through the coaching process. They don't want to even worry about it. They're like, whatever. He keeps at least being decent. Like, he's kind of mastered being at least, like, on the bubble every year, being a nine seed, being an eight seed. So maybe that's just what Texas is content with. But it's insanity. They need to be a top 20 team every single year. Yeah, he's had an 11 and 22 year, and they went four and 14 in the league. So how many yeah. times have they even made the tournament since he's been there? I think three. They had a six seed once. I just looked. I think it was 2016. By now, you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. You might even already be investing in them. But did you know that you could invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? That's right. With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use, and it only takes a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free, and iTrust fees are low. It's time to start taking control of your financial future. With iTrust Capital, you can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal, investment, or tax professional. Yeah, they got 19 and 15 and 21 and 16. Yeah, he stinks out loud. <laughs> you hate to see it, really. Yeah, so they, they obviously just don't really care about basketball. Obviously, they've been a huge football school forever. But like you said, they could get a lot of talent in there. Like, why wouldn't you want to go to Austin, Texas and be around decent-looking females and good weather? And They suck sports? at football, too. That's what's the funniest thing. They suck at football. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I know. Um, all right. Let's talk KU. Are we at all worried about our guy Christian Brown? No. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. You want to know what makes me mad? What? Every time we hype up a player, he just starts playing like poopy. <laughs> I know. Christian Brown scored four points this week. Zero on Saturday. Four against Texas on one of five shooting. He didn't make a three all week either. So... Yeah, I mean, he's a freshman. We know these things happen, but God, I wanted him to just become that consistent fourth option, fifth option guy for us. But I don't know. Like we've said, as long as him or Moss can be decent, and Moss has been, I guess, against Texas, Moss was not good, but he was pretty solid uh, Saturday. So I don't know. I was just looking at the stats, and I was like, yikes, Christian, not great, especially after we really hyped him up after Oklahoma State. Yeah. Isaiah loves getting his shots up. And that's a good thing. Oh, I know. But some games I feel like he's 0 for 5 and then he'll go 3 for 6 or something. Yeah. He, it just. Uh, I think he yeah, shot 11 need, times against Texas. Or maybe that was yesterday. He shot seven times against Texas. I can't see what he did against. Uh, yeah, PCU, I think yesterday he was 3 for 8 from 3. And then I think he shot like 11 times total. Yeah, I mean that to me is though, so. that to me is what we need. Like I want Isaiah Moss getting eight threes up a game. If he goes three for eight, like that's really good. So or I'll take that all day. But three for eleven is not great. How many points did Texas score on Monday? Do you guys remember? Fifty-eight. So we gave up like a hundred total points this week. Yeah, like a hundred. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, like I said about the fact that we scored 69 and won by 11 points, and then we scored 60 on Saturday and win by 14 points, like it's freaking hilarious. We're holding teams in our league, like not non-conference teams that aren't good, to under 20 points and a half. Like TCU had 18 points at half yesterday, and you can't really come back against us because our defense is that good. I know. That's the thing. Well, fuck, Yeah. It's it's crazy, and I think we're just, like, getting even better. Like, I feel like we're starting to be 
kind of like taking more pride in the fact that we're the best defensive team in the country. And now I feel like we're just like, it felt like we had a ton of steals yesterday. I don't really remember us, even though we played really good defense, I don't remember us having a bunch of steals, but Dot had, let's see, Dot had three steals. Marcus had three steals. Abaji had two steals. Like, I don't know if we keep doing that type of stuff. Like that's like 08 type shit. Like Chalmers coming off the ball, getting steals for layups. <laughs> all these steals like we're getting better defensively which is the most banana land part of the whole thing yeah it's what well, i forget what that stat was but like it's some stat about us holding teams under 60 or what is it no idea but i promise if we hold teams under 60 we're probably gonna win yeah, well that's good analysis. i guess i guess shout to villanova yikes <laughs> oh uh, see the duke game like i've kind of gotten over that because yeah, we could have turned it over less, but we did turn it over. But the Nova game makes me so mad. Like, that's a game we definitely should have won. I, I said yesterday I was scared to see Nova again. That's more just because of, like, how much they've owned us lately. But I don't know. I probably wouldn't be. Would you guys be scared if Nova was, like, our fourth seed or something? Probably Absolutely just not. They're not good at basketball, dude. Like I know, like, we've lost them in the past, and they literally just beat us, like, a month ago, but yeah. they're just not very good. Like, I, I just... uh, you know how KU fans melt down when our bracket comes out. Like, that'd be the one team that everyone's like, oh, my God, of course they gave us Nova. On Speaking purpose. of brackets and shit, did you guys see the bracket preview yesterday, which I'm freaking yes, out about for no reason? AB's, <laughs> like, breaking down every potential matchup we have Dude. on a fake hypothetical bracket we have to play michigan state in indianapolis which i checked three hour drive and then play dayton in indianapolis in the elite eight which is a, a 90 minute drive like i'm not gonna be fucking happy about that what seed is like, michigan state at right now uh they were four yesterday but they lost yeah, again, so. and i think they they play at illinois week he's right shouts to brad underwood why is there an right now yeah, I don't yeah, like I don't it. Like, I can hear I my can voice twice. I don't hear my Did someone, like, change how they were recording? No. No? Has it been doing it the whole time, or just, like, it just less minutes? It just started. No. Do you think it'll echo on the recording? Yes, but now it's stopped. Yeah, all right. Should we just get right. back in? Yeah, we're, we're... Let's scoop to TCU. Or how long have we been going? I mean, it feels like a long going. time. My clock says 30 minutes, but we probably spent five minutes plus a couple minutes, so probably like 25 minutes. Yeah, for sure. How um, long do you want to make the whole thing? Uh, I don't care. Let, I want to talk a little more about that bracket, like what we want to see. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about Michigan State. Okay, yeah. Um. So yeah, Michigan State's a four seed. Uh, I'm at the point where I don't think I'm scared of Michigan State either. You know who I am scared of? Kentucky. I don't want Kentucky to be our four seed. <laughs> I don't want Duke to be our two seed. I think Duke could be really good, but I honestly bet I can see them end up getting a one. Um, I'm trying to who? I mean, who scares you guys? Like in the whole country like or as like a four seed or what two seed or anybody like if you see them on your bracket are you terrified i guess dayton's kind of yeah, terrifying that, too that's the first team that came to my mind i got i got one that might be like a four or five or lose a couple games might be an eight nine uh iowa scares the piss out i iowa love watching them score big and that luca garza dude is like it's a just like a natural mismatch for anyone i don't know they, they would freak me out i would not like that even though I know our defense is really good, but, like, if they just get hot, which they do most nights, like, there's no, like, our offense isn't going to, like, win many shootouts, I don't think. So, I would is not Garza play that. Is player here? He's Dude, he should. He's money. He's, he's ugly, but he's insane. Good God, those eyebrows. Isn't Terrible. he averaging, like, 23 and 12? Yeah, something stupid. I, that'd be tough, because he can shoot, too, so Doak would have to get out. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I was that. That's a fun team for the tournament. They could go on a little run, or they could get bounced because they don't play much defense. No. Yeah, blown out the other day at Purdue. But, yeah. You said they might be a four-five. 
So I've seen. So they were a five seed after they beat someone last week, but then like the week before they were an eight seed. So like I feel like they can. They've got like a massive range on what they could be. Dude, you want to know the bracket? Like the bracketology and shit. They hate Texas Tech. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, they Texas sure do. Eight seed. How many teams do we have making the tournament in the league? Four? Well, I think OU might be in because they won yesterday. Yeah. Uh, they won. OU will probably be five. I can't oh. think who would the sixth be. TCU would be the only other team to have a chance. Or Texas, I guess. Yeah, Texas has a shot. Yeah, I bet we get six. Happening. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's, I was going to ask you guys, though, like, I know we've beaten some good teams, obviously, and played some good teams, but does the conference being down worry you guys at all about how good we look now? Like, I know haters have said that before, that it's easy to win the Big 12 because it always stinks, which is a joke. But this year, like, if they were to bring up that point, they're not really wrong. Um, yeah. Are you guys afraid at all that we're just, like, feasting against really bad teams and come tournament time it may not be as good? Because, I mean, if we look at the three losses, like, those are all teams that are ranked teams. It's been at home, it's been away, neutral, but, like, I don't know. Yeah. Is that where you guys at all that we haven't really – I mean, we beat Dayton, but, like, what's our next best win? We've had good wins, but great wins, I don't know. Not really. Oh, I guess it also kind of depends on the rest of the season. Like, I think the Dayton win is super important. I think we – I mean, Colorado's solid. We handled them pretty easily. Um, Stanford – is Stanford still, like, leading the Pac-12? They I don't know. Get, I'll pay attention to that conference. West we, Vaughn might be our other best win. Yeah, we got to win. That was the next thing I was going to say. Like, we need to win two of three at Baylor, at West Virginia, and at Tech, I think, for me to, like, be so, – oh, I don't know. That might be lofty expectations. But I don't know. Like, I think if we can win a couple road games against some good teams, then it's like, all right, yeah, we're freaking good. We took – like, we swept a couple of the best teams in the league. So, like, how can you be mad at us? Just because the league's down, if we're beating the best teams in the league, then who cares? Like, I think we're fine. Yeah, that's not yeah. like the games have been close, really, either. Yeah. Like, we're just taking care of business, and we're holding teams under 50, so. Yeah, it's so game. It's so funny how good we are on the road all of a sudden. Like, we're literally beating teams by more on the road than we are at home. We pump teams on the road. <laughs> we get the alerts out and often. We should be undefeated on the road if we would have beat Nova. I know. It's so annoying. God, we had that game so easily. Um, let's get to TCU. Uh, again, pretty boring, ugly game. Hilarious part about that is we come out, and I think, what, it take us four minutes to score? Yeah. And, and at the first TV timeout, we're down 6-2. to two, And within, like, two <laughs> minutes, I think we have to keep, like. Even when we go on those droughts, we still just keep ourselves in the game. Um, But the main takeaway from TCU is, I'm not kidding when I say this. This might sound outrageous, and you guys can shit on me for this, but is the way Udoka played yesterday the closest thing you can, not saying numbers-wise, but play style, do you think that was the closest thing to what Wilt was like? Like, is that outrageous? Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, he... stretch that he went on where he got the ball every time we went yeah. down the court. It was just an easy dunk. Like, And even when he did miss, he got his rebound and put it right back down. It, it was, looked yeah. absurd. It, it was, was like, like he was playing against high schoolers or something. Exactly. That's why I was like, this is probably what it was like watching Will. Obviously, Will's times by, like, five because he's doing it way more. But, like, Yudoko has 10 of 14 from the field. At one point, Udoka had five dunks in three minutes and 12 seconds. Do you think Deidre Glosson had five dunks in his entire KU career? Uh, negative percent chance. I don't think he did. I think he had like three or four last year. <laughs> like, Doke had what, like 15 and nine at half? Something around there? Yeah, and he finishes with what, 20, 15, and five blocks? Yeah, and like you said, 10 of 14 from the floor. Yeah insane so i was just laughing i i tweeted this like i was legitimately laughing out loud at just how easy it was for him to just grab the ball turn to his right turn to his left and just dunk anytime he wanted 
It was insane, dude. Like this week, he he had 37 points, 27 rebounds, and went 18 of 24 from the floor. Yeah, so that gets back to what we said. I think Bill's little motivating benching worked quite perfectly, and I'm an idiot forever questioning Bill. Yeah, and what if – I know we can't play like this every game, but what if Doak is this dominant rest of the year, dude? I don't see why he can't be. I don't I don't like think he will be scoring-wise, but defensively yeah. and rebound-wise, he should do that every game. He should be yeah. able to get 12 boards – at like, least double-digit boards every game. If Luca freaking Garza can do it, or whatever his name is, then <laughs> there's no reason Doke can't. But, yeah, that was so fun to watch him yesterday. And I thought Dot, like, I don't think Dot blew up the point. Or what did he end up with points-wise? But I thought it was by far, and I think it was, career-high and assists. Like, that was by far probably his best passing game of his career. So, to see him starting to put that side of his game together, which is super important, and see Doak become like the dominant force we wanted him to be this week, I think that's just really nice to see going into a huge stretch we have coming up these final yeah. nine games, whatever, yeah. eight games. Uh, Dot had 18, 6, and 11. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Is he going to win Big 12 Player of the Year? Who who's in the running right now? Butler and him and yeah, Butler. I I it could Maybe. just come down to it could just come down to whoever wins the league. Like yeah. okay, if Baylor wins the league, Butler gets it. If we win the league, then Dotson gets it. But Dotson's got a pretty strong case. Like he is putting. I mean, he's led the league in scoring the entire time. So I don't yeah. know. I hope. He- are you looking for the best selection of KU basketball tickets? Check out our friends over at Tickets for Less. They have the best tickets for every game, whether it's Allen Fieldhouse, at the Sprint Center, or on the road. Plus, as an added bonus to our listeners, you can use promo code Ain't No Seats 5 at checkout for even more savings on your KSU, KU tickets at ticketsforless.com. Hey, if you're a KSU fan, you can buy them from Tickets for Less too. Um, unlike other sites, Tickets for Less does not charge taxes or service fees, meaning that the price you see is the price you pay. Tickets for Less is also the official ticket marketplace of the Big 12 Conference, meaning they're your go-to source for the Big 12 tournament tickets coming up in Kansas City. So, like we said, use promo code Ain't No Seats 5 get that discount, buy your tickets if you're going to the Big 12 tournament or you want to go to the NCAA tournament or just Allen Fieldhouse, buy your tickets through Tickets for Less, use Ain't No Seats 5. All right. But okay, let's finish up talking about TCU, then we're getting into Westfall. Dot was obviously good, really good. Udoka was crazy dominant. But I think, B-Turn, you wanted to talk about the final seven minutes where our defense kind of just went nuclear and completely took over. Yeah, so at the 7.05 mark, um, we we kind of went in a scoring drought, and they started hitting some shots. But we were up 44-40 with seven minutes left. And then... Um, they didn't score until the three-minute mark. So we went on a 12-0 run, 44-40, and then we are up 56-40 with like three minutes left. So we held them scoreless for four minutes in a really tight game. Yeah, I think in that time, I think that was fresh out of a timeout. I think Doc came out and got a score, maybe an and one. Uh, we forced a shot clock violation. Isaiah Moss got a steal. I think Marcus got a steal. Like it led to nine quick points. Literally all from our defense. So it's kind of like I said at the beginning of the episode, like when we have those moments where it's like, all right, they just punched us in the mouth. Like they have made their run. They've cut this lead to four. Our defense just came in and completely took over. And that's how we're going to have to win games in March. That's why I'm telling you guys, March is going to be the most stressful March we've ever had because every game is going to be close. Like I literally think our one versus nine seed game is going to be close. I think our sweet 16 game is going to be close. I think our lead eight game is going to be close. It's going to be fucking terrifying. Excuse my language, but it's going to be terrifying. Yeah. And this, I was going to ask you guys something that kind of relates to these two games this week, but do you guys like ever get nervous during our games? I get nervous because our offense sucks. I don't know. AB, what do you think? No, I like yesterday. I literally never, ever, ever felt close for a while. It was around like eight to 12. It's just like when we're up eight, it feels, and especially in a low-scoring game like that, like it never felt like momentum really changed even when we got to it in four. It was like, yeah, we got this under control. Like, yeah, we're fine. Yeah. Just get one or two buckets, and you're right back up eight, and they can't score with shit unless they go on a random spurt. So, like, 
Yeah, I, I mean, specifically for that game, absolutely not. And overall, not really either. I mean, yeah, because Texas, you're down at half, which, I mean, we're not nervous against Shaka or at home, but TCU, they go on a run. We can't score, and it's on the road. You're up four with seven minutes left, and I still feel really good. Yeah, I just, nobody on TCU, like, scares me. The guys that scare me are, like, the Jared Butlers who can take over a game, which he kind of did. Or, like, an OB Toppin or someone super elite like that. Just, like, Marcus even said in that C.J. Moore article, if you guys didn't read it. But, like, Marcus, like, Butler's kind of, like, the only guy that's actually got the best of him at times. So, I just don't think TCU had anyone that actually terrified me. I know Bain's good, but I don't know. I, I wasn't really worried. I still get stressed just because it's, like, will our offense go 10 minutes without scoring? But we can go 10 minutes without scoring and only be down, like, Six points in that time span. Yeah. So DCU yeah. scored six points in the last seven minutes of the game. Good lord, dude! You think about our last two second halves of defense. What we've done is freaking insane. So uh, we don't need to keep keep just like talking about how absurd our defense is. But it is fun to just be the clearly the best defensive team in the country. Also, uh, we out rebounded Texas and TCU eighty six to sixty this week. Yeah. It helps when Doak pulls down 12 and 15. So it's like 42 to 29 in the Texas game, and that TCU was 44 to 31. Which is great because yeah. we're playing four guards. Yeah, and we're getting all those rebounds, and we play that good a defense. We're not giving teams second chances. Exactly. I feel like we get a ton of rebounds because teams miss so many shots against us. But yeah, uh, do you guys want? Let's get into Westfall. Um, huge game. AB, do you have any game? Like, are we doing gambling? Do you know the line on that? Yeah, I'm both Ken Palm up for us. Uh, <laughs> I'm going back and forth, but right now he's got his minus one. Uh, oh, 66, 65 is projected scores. So super low scoring and gross. And ugh, I can't fucking wait. There's nothing like going to Morgantown on a Wednesday night evening, I might add, at 6 p.m. I hate playing at West Virginia. It's always just one of those games that's not fun to watch. It's stressful. It's gross. It's going to be horrible. I'm hammering the under. I don't even care what the total is. We will hit the under. Um, you want to know the most banana land moment of the week of the century? This game being on ESPN+. Plus. <laughs> oh, Both times we played West Virginia this year, they put them on ESPN+. ESPN Plus, like, what in the world are they doing? So stupid. And I get they do it so people buy the freaking service. But... What'd you say? We're going to have Delbert and Clyde on the call, too. The fucking oh, awful broadcast. Which, honestly, might like, make it more fun. Yeah, sometimes they're so bad it's entertaining. Not in a game like that, though, where it's going to be close and scary. Yeah. It's just yeah, so Every time we go. Every time we go to Morgantown, we just got to prepare ourselves for an ugly, close game. Like, we're probably never going to blow them out. No. Last year, we showed up, and we somehow lost. Oh, my God. That game triggers me more than, like, almost any road loss we've had in a long time. Um, yeah, Oscar, I know, I remember last pod, we couldn't remember how to say his name. Oscar Toshiboy. What's his name? Toshiboy. Toshiboy. Yeah, like he's. He's good. He had that, that first half against us last game. He was bonkers. But hopefully hopefully we get elite dope like we've seen the last couple of games and he uh-huh. can't handle him. But I don't know. I, uh, I'll be honest. I'll just get right to it. I think we lose this game. I just do. I don't think Bill does well at West Virginia. I think, it's gonna, I think they are a top five defensive team in the country. So I think it's going to be ugly. In an ugly, low-scoring game, I'm probably just going to – my money will probably go on the home team because yeah. it's, just, it's college basketball. It seems like the smarter play. Yeah, it feels like a game we would drop. Like, we've won eight in a row, kind of due for a loss. We always lose there. Their fans will show up. Huggins gets the bonus if they win. But <laughs> we talked earlier about how good we've been on the road, and I think a senior doke should be able to handle uh, Oscar and – None of their players really scare me outside of him, but I don't know. I have I'm just really confident in us right now with our defense. So are you taking us minus one? Yeah, I'd take KU. A B. Oh, I guess I'll take Westfall. 
I mean, we got to lose a game at some point, and they just lost in embarrassing fashion uh, to Oklahoma the other day. So, hey, plus, it's always it's on a Wednesday, which is good. I think that should be a rule where you can't play a Saturday, Monday, and travel to or from Morgantown. Like we play on a yeah. Saturday night, I don't want to play on a big Monday. We play like like in Lawrence and fly all the way back out. So, I'm glad they changed that to Wednesday. That's uh, shitty for both teams because there's no airport there. We've heard what Gurley said; they got to fly like. An hour away, and then drive in through the mountains for a snowstorm. Yeah, it's a shit show. So yeah, I, I honestly thought for some reason we played Monday, so I was excited it's Wednesday. But yeah, I think you nailed it. Them coming off a horrible, well, not horrible loss, but they kind of got dominated by Oklahoma. So like, yeah. I I always feel weird going into teams that just got destroyed. So I think we lose. It sucks because we'll go down probably two games to Baylor, and we still got to go to Baylor. So. We really need to win, but I don't know. Baylor goes to Texas on Monday. Yeah, they got to lose at some point, man. Get a win, Shaka. But it won't be Shaka. Shaka I mean, there's been a chance for Oklahoma State to beat them two times this year. I know. They've had a lot of close games. Like, I mean, I know they kind of handled us. But shit, they almost lost to Oklahoma at home on that big Monday. Oklahoma wide open three. three. Literally yeah. wide open three to win the game and – missed it like Baylor's definitely flirted with some bad losses bad losses so I mean we're gonna win in Baylor I know we're gonna win in Baylor like we just are that's just um, the most Bill self win and I, I'll, I'll say this I want them to lose to Texas but I want them to be number one when we go to Waco yeah that'd be so awesome yeah um if we win Wednesday how many conference losses do we end up with because I think this is our se- this will be our second toughest game the rest of the way out. I think, I think two at the most. Honestly, yeah. Like, well, like, we could like, lose that tech and we could lose that. Three, tech isn't very good, man. Like, like, I don't know. They just are weird to me. They don't seem, they don't have that same boost they last year. Are they locked to make the tournament? Not really. Yesterday so, was a big win, though. They won at Texas. So we have probably three well, locks. If that's a big win for them, then like, <laughs> if that Texas is a big win for your program, then I mean, that kind of. But that's a big win for a bubble team, right? Winning at yeah, I think Tech will get in, but yeah, I mean they're not that good. We're I think we're all kind of scared about how good they were last year, and I mean they beat us by a thousand points in Lubbock last year, so obviously I'm pretty scared of that. But yeah, I'd say obviously if we win Wednesday, I think the over unders set it. We have two and a half total losses, and it'll be can we go? Uh, Two or one and one first Baylor and Tech or two and zero oh, or we'll drop them both. But I don't what, think we'll drop uh, them both. What would you guys put the percentages at of us getting the number one overall seed? I think it's higher than people think. Yeah, if we beat Baylor and go sixteen and two in the conference. Yeah. And a, we have the resume we have. Yeah. For three to one to get a number one seed, not overall, but like one seed. I, I saw that in like week and like if that's an actual thing like like we're not going to lose to the lower half of the big 12 so like we like we've said we've played our top home games like yeah. how many losses do we have left even available and we've already got all the big wins and there's not like other teams creeping up to like get another you know what i mean yeah like we can afford losses but gonzaga and san diego state might not be able to afford a loss baylor wouldn't be able to afford many losses baylor literally if san gonna- diego state if San Diego State loses, they're off the one line, right? Exactly. Yeah. They'll drop one somehow. I don't think Gonzaga's losing one. My God, they ship on St. Mary's. God. Yeah, they're good at basketball. Good at the sports. Good for Mark Few. We talk about how tough the Tech and Baylor games are, but you know we'll find a way to at least win one of those. Like Bill Self's proved time and time again that he's insanely good on the road like we just find ways like the game at tech detail senior year we just find a way to go in and figure it out and i don't know it's just we All always right. win those type of games answer me this and ab i'll let you start do we have to beat baylor to win the league oh probably <laughs> i mean like what do you mean like win the league is then just put like like, like we could share it with the yeah, team that beat us twice because I know that's kind of yeah but I mean are we really going to claim we won it if we share and lost them twice that's true 
Yeah, like we all need a team shit for that. Like that'd be some KC shit. Yeah, but I mean, they got some tough game. They got to go to OU, who's desperate. They still got to play. They got to go to West Virginia the last day of the season. Um, they still got to go to TCU, I guess. Which whatever. But and they get us and West Virginia at home. So like, they have three games against the other two best teams in the conference still. I mean, like, they could probably lose two out of three of those. Or if they lose both West Bog games and we only lose to Baylor the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, I feel like I don't, it kind of sounds crazy, but if they beat us, I feel like they might only lose one conference game if they end up beating us. Yeah, but I could, I mean, I could see them winning that game because it's like this huge, hyped up, biggest game they've had there in a while, but also like losing at Texas or losing at OU or something like that. So I don't know. I feel like obviously if we lose that game, we're going to, I mean, because that game's far enough away to like, we're going to know that game's going to have a huge. Because what is there a week left in the season after that, or how how deep does do we go? I guess March is March sixth last week. So it's four games away. It's like the middle of our schedule right now. So yeah. There's three games before it, and then four games after. I feel like if if Baylor's gonna do their Baylor little meltdown during the season, it's gonna be like these next four or five games, right? Yeah. So we don't play them this Saturday. We play them next Saturday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like the time I said before, like there are no games that are guaranteed wins for them. Like they've played home games on weekends against the worst teams in the conference, and they're close. Maybe yeah. they lose at home to like Cake State or something. I know that sounds crazy, but if I would have said before yesterday that Oklahoma State would be down by two at Baylor with 20 seconds left, like you guys probably would have shot me in the face. No, who knows? Yeah, Baylor team. You can lose any game. They could win any game, obviously, too, and they have yeah. them. But how? How much? And I'm not saying that's only luck. There is a fair amount of luck in winning a bunch of close games. Yeah, like the sh- they're just not not going to fall the same way one time. So who knows? Yeah, I still think they got a few. Losses in the thing. They've I shown they're too. capable of losing to any team in the conference. I said earlier. I mean, AB's favorite coach uh, took him down to the wire twice. Did you see Mike Boynton lose his mind last night and get ejected? Yeah. Yes. Did that have any effect gambling-wise, like on the spread or total? They shot like 50 free throws in the game, basically. I, well, I doubt point, it. Though. I, bet, I bet Oklahoma State was like 14-point underdogs, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I don't know about total or five, yeah, half. I don't know. I'm sure someone in this world got fucked by it somehow. Yeah. But that was, that was tough. That's it. With like seven minutes left, Baylor was like a three-and-a-half-point favorite when it was tied or something. Or up down one. Yeah, it sucks. Every single punch. Yep. Tomorrow's a big one. Shaka's got to get one. I mean, good lord, Shaka, do one thing. Beat one good team. Has Texas beat a good team this year? Like I know they're fourteen and eight or fourteen and nine now, but I feel like those fourteen team games are against bad teams. I feel like they have lost to literally every good team they played. Oh, no, they don't have any big wins. Like, he's beaten us, what, once? Yeah, ever. This year, yeah, Texas. But, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just don't feel like, feel like he doesn't beat, um, like, above-average teams. I feel like he just kind of – he keeps his job by taking advantage of beating the lower-level teams, but he can't compete against the Baylors, the KUs, the West Vaws. So, I don't know. I am not at all confident that Texas beats Baylor tomorrow. No, how could you stats to back that shit up? Like their their best win is against Purdue. They won at Purdue early in the year, like November 9th. Their next best win is Iowa State at home, and they're 69. So like they they don't have any more top 70 wins. They're all against like high 100s. There's a 343 in there. That's literally one of the worst teams in the entire world. Um, and then. They- all their losses, they lost to they lost to us, they lost to Tech, they lost to LSU, they lost to Westwall, Baylor, Oklahoma, Providence, Georgetown. They don't beat good teams. That's fucking shocking. God. They are let me say it for you. Frauds. Frauds. Yeah. Shocker Smart's a fraud. So. I, I would so yeah, I would say worst case we go freaking fifteen and three in the conference unless something crazy happens, like an injury or something, but our schedule seems really favorable. 
Maybe I, I think Manhattan will be that tough this year. I mean, no. but we have Oklahoma State at home, Oklahoma at home, Iowa State at home. I mean, I think if you're looking at a worst case, I think worst case we lose at Tech, we lose at West Vaughn, we lose at Baylor. That's worst case to me, I think. But I definitely think – I think most likely we go 15-3, and three, but I legitimately think 15-3 and three can be a tie. I, like, I do think Baylor could lose three of their next eight. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Do you guys can I ask you a question that might no. change the conversation? Yes, you can, sir. Do you guys care about winning the Big 12? Like, is it really that big of a deal now that the streak's over? I care. Like, is it, are we going to talk about it every time we have an episode? <laughs> I mean, I, it's fun. I just – I get into standings. I think winning things yeah. is fun. No, I will not give a shit the day after it happens. Like, it won't matter at all to me. The streak was awesome, but it's just like a singular conference title at this point. It's kind of like – it'd be cool. But, like, and obviously I don't want to, like, lose games on purpose so we don't win the conference. But, like, I mean, I don't know. It's just not really on my mind like it normally is, and I'm not watching other teams hoping that they lose. Like, Baylor wins. Like, I don't really care. If Baylor goes 18-0, and 0, good for them. That's true. But, like, let's be honest. Them in March, then. That's true. I agree. But, uh, like, just instinct. My body just tells me to cheer against Baylor in these games. Yeah. We've done it for so long. But, like, previous years, I, like, catch myself, like, actually getting really upset when the teams we need to lose win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, last year, Tech would not lose and shit like that. So It's just, like, such a big, like, sample size. You play 18 games, play both teams on at home and on the road. It's just – it's a really big accomplishment, but a lot of fans don't think it is. Like, fans outside of KU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, it, uh... wouldn't, it wouldn't, like – truly upset me you know like we all three of us would probably be pumped if we did it but no like I, this is what i always say i only care because i just want to get a one seed that is all i care about and i feel like winning the conference helps us get a one seed so i guess i kind of do want us to win it but um i don't know yeah i think we're all kind of in agreement. like obviously we want to but we will not be at the last game of the year, like absolutely gutted if we don't somehow win it. But shout out to the Big 12 schedule makers, the top four teams playing on the final day. Like, that's incredible. That can't. Yeah. Awesome. So, if we're going into the final day and we have to win to just share, would we be pretty upset if we lost? I think I said this last pod. I would be annoyed because to me, or I think I told this to Bryce at the game, to me, I would be annoyed because, like, that's. That's like you're getting an NCAA tournament game, like prep. Like to me, that's a really high pressured game. And if we couldn't win that one, that would worry me going into March, being like, okay, we had one win against an eight, nine seed type team. That all we had to do was win, and we couldn't do it. That kind of scares me going into the tournament. So yeah, I'd be pretty annoyed if we couldn't beat Tech um, in that final game if it means getting a conference championship. Like, yeah. why? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, one seed is pretty much, I mean, you want to win the conference, but that's a lot bigger. Yeah, one seed in Midwest. And I think we are very close to having that damn near locked up. Like, maybe not Midwest. If someone else sneaks into the one line, um, I don't know who else could go. Like, well, the one thing, like, the one thing I think we can take out of that bracket preview shit, I know it's a bunch of, like, nothing, but... There was a lot of, like, bracketologists and shit that were putting us in the East, even though we were higher ranked than, like, San Diego State and Gonzaga. But it was because, like, it was to avoid sending Gonzaga or San Diego State all the way to New York instead of, like, sending them to Indy and then sending us to New York. So it was kind of, like, both one seeds. But I think us getting on in the Midwest on that preview from the official committee, like, shows that if we get a Midwest we'll, or get a one seed, we're probably going to be in the Midwest. Yeah, because I think- it's at other teams like Dayton, I guess, but I don't think Dayton's getting it over us. Duke, if Duke gets in, they're going to get the East, I would think. Duke's a thousand percent getting that Madison Square Garden regional. Yeah. Because yeah. Dude, I, I think, I think their tickets will go crazy. Regardless, I don't think Duke's going to be in our region if we're in the Midwest because I think they're going to do everything they can to keep Duke in the East. They want Duke in the East. And as a one seed or a two seed, the number one overall seed is not going to be in the East region. So, like, they can put Duke if they're a top two seed. 
I don't know. I get you. I'm so am. Now that the Super Bowl is like That's a week away, like a week over, I'm kind of starting to get fully into college hoops. And now that the tournament's only a month away, the Chiefs should do the Super Bowl thing every year because college hoops. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna like sit around and watch one shining moment till 3 a.m. every night from February until the tournament. I I'm, I'm fine on sports for a little bit, but I'm starting to get the itch to like watch hoops every night. That's what yeah. I said. I can't I can't complain about sports. I don't think for like 15, 20 years. No, we're complaining if we don't make the final four this year. <laughs> all the teams have won one now. Like we've we've seen all our teams win a championship. Not not all. I guess people football no, but. Honestly, going 12-1 and winning the Orange Bowl, that's a fucking championship. Yeah, that's an Orange Bowl. Look at what we are right now. We got a Royals and Chiefs title in a five-year span. Who would have ever thought that? That's insane. Imagine saying that in, like, 2010. You're like, hey, man, you're going to get a Chiefs and Royals title in a five-year span. Yeah, it's nuts. In this decade. Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, um, do we have anything else on Westfall? Like, I think here's the quick, quick. Is there like a massive snowstorm? Dude, every year we go to Westfall, there's a massive snowstorm. <laughs> Where's what town is it? Morgantown? I'm gonna look that up. Morgantown? It's more. I think it's Morgantown. Yeah, it is. If, if it's Morgan, I got shit down your throats. <laughs> it's Morgan. Morgantown. It's just some chick named Morgan that runs that entire town. <laughs> it's Morgantown. <laughs> what are you looking up right now? If we win, a massive blizzard coming in. If we win Wednesday, we're gonna be feeling insanely good about getting a one. Oh, I know. Because that's another win against a ranked team, and then that's—I mean, it, it really is our hardest game every year in the Big Twelve. All right, tell me if you think this is crazy. You think if we w- let's say we win at Westfall or at Baylor, does getting one of those road wins lock up a one seed for us? Assuming we don't have like some disastrous loss, I think it yeah. does. Yeah, uh, you would think so. Yeah, especially Baylor. If we win at Baylor, we're very much in conversation for number one overall seed. Which I mean, yeah. we are. We are, but that's what I was I don't about think to we say. Would be the number one overall seed if we do. Yeah. I think even if we lose to West Bar and then beat Baylor and then bear the conference, that's number one overall season. So, yeah. I don't know. Baylor's uh, climbed like that and everything, but I think that's just because they keep winning. Also, Big 12 tournament could be really fun this year. Like, just being how good, like, us, West Bar, and Baylor are. Like, whoever, assuming we make the championship game, getting to play Baylor or West Bar will be really fun. Yeah, another resume builder, too. Yeah, like last year I just wasn't excited to play Iowa State in the championship game. Like it wasn't that fun of a game, I didn't think. And obviously we played awful, so. What if it's Baylor KU in the championship and they're talking about number one overall seed? Whoever wins. That's sick. I hadn't even thought about that. That would be awesome. We'd have to go to that game. Yeah, I'm already trying to plan out what, if I'm going to go Friday afternoon for the Big 12 tournament or what. I can't take. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I'm excited, though. I'm so excited for March. Um, I think Wednesday's But those teams are awful this year. Like, there have been years past where Trey Young played and Mo Bamba played. You could, like, get in and watch some really good basketball players for two bucks. But I don't want to watch this case 18 that night. I don't want to watch who's also at the bottom of the conference. Iowa State. You're not looking forward to K-State, Oklahoma State, first day of the Big 12 tournament? Oh, Mike Boynton. (laughs) Uh, Do we have anything else we want to add before we go? No, I was just going to say we got one of the best point guards, best bigs. We have the best defense in the country, and we can beat anyone in the country. Nine and one in the conference, eight-game winning streak. They're peaking and munching. Munching. Um, all right, boys, as always, it's been fun. We will, I think we're going to try and do an instant reaction to the Westfall game. So that should be good. Hopefully it's not a meltdown and hopefully it's like a, we're the best team in the country. Fuck everybody type episode. So that's what I want. Are we going to die if we get a Chiefs and KU title within months of each other? (laughs) Maybe. Really (laughs) might. I I'm telling you, I want a natty so bad. I'd probably sacrifice it for a toe or two. 
I literally would. What let, next episode? Let's put together a list of things, a list of things we would sacrifice to win the natty. That's what I want from you guys next episode. I don't. I disagree. I don't think I want a natty. We should okay. wait like five or ten years. Yeah, when Chris Max, our head coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's. Right. It. I'll come up with yep. a list. Okay. Cut my, cut my balls off for a KU title. <laughs> Yeah, that's tough. See, I don't know. Um, All right, boys. We'll see ya. Rock chug. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.